All right, guys, today is day three of the Everything is Content special podcast series. And today we're going to talk about the value deposit. And this is probably one of my most favorite types of content to create. So um, you'll see what I mean. I'm kind of thinking of changing the name to Content Karma, which probably gives a little bit of a hint as to what is it is about. And if you've not registered yet for the upcoming live workshop, which you will be able to get on demand after um, after the date, you can go to kimdoyle.com forward slash EIC workshop. And the live workshop is on Wednesday, March 6th at 11 a.m. Pacific time. And it will, of course, be recorded. So don't worry if you can't attend live. All right, let's get into part three. Hey there, it's Kim Doyle, and welcome to my show, where digital marketing meets real stories, experiences, and strategies. You'll get a behind-the-scenes look at what's working and not working in my business, as well as other experts who show up and share their stories. As much as I love talking about tangible marketing principles and tactics, we'll dig a little deeper with mindset and explore what's required to create a business you love on your terms that also supports your life. I want to help you understand the why behind the how. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just dipping your toes in, remember, marketing is a journey and the goal is to enjoy it. My desire is to guide you on your journey and remind you that no matter what life throws at you, you've got this. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to this third video in the Everything is Content series. And today we are going to talk about um, the value deposit. And I'm thinking of another name for this. I think I might call it Content Karma, but we'll see. Um, and I hope that this, the, these videos are making sense for you and you're starting to connect the dots where you can see that everything really is content. And before we get into today's lesson, I do want to recommend a book called Storyworthy by Matthew Dix. Um, it is a great book on understanding that we already tell stories all of the time and he teaches you how to make them more engaging as well as to never run out of story ideas. All right. So this is one of my favorite favorite types of content to create. And for the for the time being, we're going to stick with value deposit. Um, I know, not the best name, but it, I think it works. Um, and so this is when you're stuck with what content to create. One of the best places to start is to recommend, highlight, and talk about other people. I did this as a WordPress chick where I was kind of trying to figure out you know, my own unique space. And eventually I landed on a place where WordPress and marketing collide. Up until then, I had just been sort of sharing my journey with WordPress and it worked. And I will say this, it was the podcast. Uh, let's see, I launched the podcast in 2013. I started in 2008. So a little trek there, right? I'd have been doing websites and content and all of that. But it was the podcast that blew things up because as you can probably tell, I've got a lot of energy and I like to create and connect. And I actually was a speech major for a while and I thought I was going to be a motivational speaker. Instead, I have a podcast. Um, but anyways, we're going to, we're going to talk about the value deposit and it's, it's about other people, which really removes the pressure from you. And so, like I was saying, that's what I was doing as the WordPress chick. And I did that simply because I would highlight and tag and it was, it felt more comfortable for me at that time to step into sharing other people's stuff because I, I had a lot of imposter syndrome because I wasn't a developer or coder and I had some trolls in the WordPress space, you know, but six of one, you know, for the most part, I connected with amazing people. And so, <coughs> excuse me, um, it really did not take long because of doing this. And the podcast was a value deposit also. So how I started the podcast is I would do a solo show and an interview and I would alternate. And so at the time there were 
like five WordPress podcasts. Mine was one of the five. And so I was always in the top because I was just like, let's go. Right. And so every time I reached out to somebody to have them on the show, it was saying, let me share your message with my audience. And so here's an example of something that I'm working on. And this really falls under the Kim Doyle brand because while I talk about obviously content, everything is content, email newsletters. I also talk, I, I love to amplify women in this space and of course, great men that I know and, and support and recommend. Um, but I've been doing sort of this money reinvention and then this deep dive into finances this year. And so, um, I found a few authors and podcasts and resources, excuse me, that have lit a, I think I need to slow down. <laughs> I must be swallowing air or something. Um, but who have lit a fire in me. And because I work with a lot of women, and I've discovered a lot of common themes in my own journey, I've decided that I'm going to do a special series for the podcast. I don't know what it's going to be called. Um, it'll be in addition to my regular podcast episodes, but my goal is to have 10. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to 10 women that I read, follow, um, or, or subscribe to and see if I can do podcast interviews. Some will say yes, some will say no. I'll just keep looking until I find that that quantity. I don't know why I'm landed on 10. But the point is, one, there is a little bit of I feel like I'm cheating, because um, I'm super interested in having these conversations. But beyond the podcast conversation and creating content, the goal is to help spread their message because it's resonated so deeply with me. You know, it's kind of like think about when you find a great novel or a movie you love. Here's a great example, you guys. Uh, the Greatest Showman when that came out, Actually, I'm going to back this up. Okay. Way, way back. A quick little story. Um, when I was a senior in high school, I started working at a bookstore. It was called Crown Books. It was one of the biggest bookstore chains at the time. They were a discount bookstore. But do you guys remember the firm, uh, by, um, oh my God. Um, uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. The author's name. How's that? Huge. Writes a ton of legal thrillers. John Grisham. I knew it was there. Tom Cruise is in the movie. Anyways, I love the firm so much that every customer that was looking for a new novel and kind of let me know their genre, I would recommend the firm. And I promise them, I'm like, if you don't like it, I will buy it back from you. Okay. That's the value of a recommendation. Of course, nobody ever brought the book back, um, even if they didn't like it, but it was a bestseller, but still nobody brought the book back. But that, that energy and that enthusiasm for my recommendation carried a lot of weight, right? That or people were just amused that this 18 year old was like, Oh my God, you have to read this book. Um, but I want to use my platform to highlight people that I think are doing good things in the world. And these people, all of these women are gonna be able to provide value to my audience. And even for, you know, and I know I keep talking about amplifying women, but if men are tired of sort of the old conventional money rules, um, then there's a whole lot of people out there women doing amazing things. Anyways, so my intention, like I said, is that these interviews are structured in a way that speaks directly to female entrepreneurs. And then from each of the interviews, think about the content I'm going to end up with. I'm going to end up with a podcast, a video, a written blog post, and a social campaign. In the social campaign, right, I'll tag the guests, ideally getting more leverage out of the interview. Um, and here's the other thing. Whenever I kind of live by this rule of thumb, that when I ask somebody to be on my show, I expect nothing in return. But if you reach out to me to be on my show, I expect you to promote it. I feel that, you know, I don't do things with expectations. Meaning when I reach out and ask, 
because some of these names would be a great asset for me to have content with. And I would love to take some time having a conversation with them. Here's another thing. This just popped into my head. Here's another value deposit. Any books that you love, besides leaving a review, what about leaving a video review on Amazon? Do you not think that that author is going to remember who you are when you love a book and you give an incredible recommendation because it spoke to you and changed the way you thought or think about something? Food for thought. And who knows? You know, there's, there's a possibility of compiling the interviews into a book, not for me to profit, but just again, to, th- that's something I would put into an ebook and, go, and give away. Cause I don't do podcast interviews you know, and get agreements and I'm going to make a book. They don't need me to do a book, but if I could put them into a PDF for people who listen to the podcast series, the transcripts, why not? Right. All right. So here's a few other um, value deposits. Of course, you can do roundup lists and you can get as creative as you want with these, you know, top 10 medium writers. I read people to watch in 2024, 20 people, the five best communities to join the three best cohorts I've taken. You get the point, right? Tools and resources always go far. And then of course, companies, make sure that you tag them. You tag anybody that you list or talk about. Mentors. Okay. These can be people you've hired or you've been mentored by simply through their work. So as an example, <coughs> I always say that, you know, Wayne Dyer was one of my, Dr. Wayne Dyer was one of my first mentors and not that he knew this. Um, I, I did go to as many book signings. Um, or, uh, lectures. He didn't really do books. He signed his books at events, but he spoke in San Francisco quite a bit. I even got a hug from him once and it was a year after my husband passed away. And I just told him his work got me through the hardest year of my life. And he hugged me and he said, he's still here with you. Ugh, it was beautiful. So I literally cried when he passed away like 10 years ago or whatever. Anyways. Um, and then of course, real life mentors, whether it's a coach or my therapist slash mentor who I've been working with for 20 years. And there's a reason I still do that. Right. And I did a whole podcast episode on why I still talk to her sharing content. Again, I love sharing other people's content. So anything that resonates with you that you think would be valuable for your audience, share it, right? This doesn't have to be an original piece of content. But when you read something, it's kind of like my newsletter. So let's say I have a section, a segment um, called a little brain power, and there's three articles there. Well, what if, you know, uh, instead of just putting in the newsletter and the social post of the newsletter, I then shared those articles individually and said, I love this article because X and I included it in this week's edition of the spark. That's it. Which by the way, you can get kimdoyle.com forward slash the hyphen spark comes out every Thursday. Um, and then of course, like the social, like I was sharing, share, like retweet, repost and comment, engage and help other people get more visibility on their content. So again, I call all of this a value deposit because it's a win-win all the way around, right? You provide value to your audience. You're giving someone else a boost by sharing their content and highlighting them. And esoteric as it might sound, it's goodwill. It's going to come back to you. And that's where I kind of came up with the idea of content karma, um, which is not the intention, right? It's kind of like, is it Bob Berg who wrote The Go-Giver? Give because it feels good or... <laughs> For people who are not big readers, the other one is a Friends episode where Joey tells Phoebe, there's no such thing as a selfless good deed, because every time you do something good for somebody else, you feel good. Win-win, right? Anyways, lastly, when you do this, think about giving a hand up, okay? Meaning, uh, I... Just as an example, right? Justin Welsh, incredible solo creator. He's built a $5 million business 
as a solo operator using Twitter and LinkedIn. He's very deliberate. I have his course, his content OS. He's amazing. However, Justin doesn't necessarily need my lifting up, right? So think about somebody who it would mean the world to also. And I'm not saying not to share creators that have made an impact on you. Like Wayne Dyer didn't need my help, right? But so be it. But that's all I'm saying is try to incorporate a little bit of a hand up as opposed to, you know, it's kind of like people who the Alex Hormozy way of this, or they create content, 10 things I learned from Alex Hormozy. I don't care anymore. God bless him. He's amazing. He's done incredible things. I have his books, but you get my point. Like give somebody else a, a hand up. So anyways, um, anyways, 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 uh, um, but you know, just don't be surprised when this becomes a little bit addictive because it is, it's like you're putting these value deposits out in the world and they come back tenfold. All right. So stay tuned for the fourth video which we're going to talk about documenting, but we're going to talk about documenting with a little bit of a twist. All right, there you have it for part three. And hopefully that value deposit makes a ton of sense. Basically, it's all about giving, right? And I I think it comes full circle when we do that. So again, if you've not registered for the workshop, go to kimdoyle.com forward slash EIC workshop. I hope to see you live. If not, no worries. Um, you can get the workshop on demand or join me for the next live workshop that I'll, I'll probably keep running this for a little bit. Um, all right. I will see you, hear you, talk to you. <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow um, for part four, where we're going to talk about documenting, but with a little bit of a twist.